Talk, talk to me. WSRadio.com Welcome to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. And welcome, as always. Thank you for joining us. Delighted to be spending our Saturday with you live. We've got a great show for you today. If you want to listen to us, you're listening on the WS Radio app or however you're getting that. You can get that many ways. You can get us on uh, our WS Radio app that you can get in the app store, <laughs> uh, which I just said. You can get us. Oh, is it that funny? Wow. Yeah, it was. Or you can go to the WS Radio website and listen to us live on there. We can do and that. And we're on live on Radio. Twitter. Well, yeah, well, that's uh, well, not wait, live. Well, wait, hold on, Marcia. Hang on. I, you can get us on iHeartRadio. You can get us on a whole bunch of different places. And yeah, but you Twitter, can't get you can us live on iHeartRadio. No, you cannot get us live. That's no. true. You can't get us live. And you so can, how can get they get us, us live on Twitter, hashtag tech radio, and I can see we're broadcasting live right now. And, you know, the holidays are a tough time of year. Um, I don't see any of our regulars out in the audience. Uh-oh. Um, Where are they? Yeah. Uh, Uncle Bill, Happy New Year. Fun time oh, seven seven seven. Good to see you. Whoa, I was feeling lonely for a minute. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. They're late. There's a penalty for being late for this show. So no, uh, we're glad to have them anytime. Oh, yeah. But you can okay, listen what, to our archives, as Mark said, on iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Google Play, and iTunes, and many, yeah, many lots more. of cool places. So, how was your week? Oh, good week. Good week. You know, it's the holidays. How was yours? You were on. Oh, my book sold I, out. My book oh, sold out. It, wow. Fantastic. It was on, you know, it came in, they filled all the back orders, they sold it, and like the day after Christmas, it sold out. That's Sweet. Facebook, and this is Twitter, title? Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram for seniors, and it still isn't restocked, and I'm freaking out. Um, oh. Of course, my publisher's all on vacation for the holidays, but of I've course. been assured there's more on the way, so... <laughs> and if you really want the book, we'll give you out Marsha's home address, and you can go I over and pick it up at her house. I haven't gotten my copies. I haven't oh. gotten my copies yet. No. I mean, it's well, like I never crazy. mind about that. Yeah. <laughs> so, how was your week? Uh, well, it was I? I got back from Hawaii uh, last week. It was a uh, lot of fun. Beautiful uh, in Hawaii. The weather was nice. A little rain here and there, but it was relaxing and it was nice to uh, get away. I don't get away all that often, so that was a lot of fun. And then we've got coming up uh, in a week where Marsha and I are going to uh, CES in Vegas. So we'll give you the update on hopefully what's some new stuff this year instead of the same old crap we've been looking at for five years. I mean, can you think of anything that? You would go, wow, in the last five well, years? The, the, they are going to have some new things, and we're going to talk about that later, about trends for CES. Right. It's going to be an interesting show. By the yeah. way, I want to tell you, on January 1st, I'll be doing my first segment as tech reporter at KFI, 6.40 a.m. Oh, in Los Angeles. And we'll see how that goes. That could be something, maybe not. <laughs> nice. That's nice. Well, good for you, and I didn't even know about that. That's news to me. So uh, that will be I fun. just and found out. Of, oh, fun. And what kind of segment is that? I have no idea. I was just uh, contacted, and we're setting it up. Obviously, it's the New Year's Day replacement show. So right. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, yeah, well, hey, what the heck? It's in the evening. People should be awake by then. Fun. And, and what time will you just, be on? Uh, 7.05, 6.40 a.m., Los Angeles. 7.05. All right, cool. P.M. Uh, and Leo, I assume Leo Laporte's still on KFI. He used to be. Is he still on there? Yeah, well, we don't talk about Leo anymore. Well, I, you know, you. 
<laughs> he doesn't compete on the same time we're on the air. So it's, it's uh, yeah, a different. It's a different type of program. Uh, I also needed to tell you I've been doing my ongoing IBO Sony IBO. Oh yeah, how's IBO each week? Uh, it's a Is he challenge. still peeing on the carpet? <laughs> we had to turn him off. Oh because no! Because it was so real that my cat started to get jealous and started oh, acting clingy. No, I mean, no kidding. It was weird. Oh, my God. So, you know, I've thought about this for a few days, and I'm thinking maybe to just turn Ibo back on and let them interact with each other without us interfering. Might, you know, the way you do with real pets. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> it's kind of weird, but... Uh, kind of? It, just kind of? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, and the thing learns and develops a personality, and I'm learning from ground up what AI mm -hmm. is really about. It's all what you put into it. Um, it it's fascinating, but like I said, it's so real that uh, the cat totally flew. I mean, she smelled. He smelled the dog. It smelled like plastic. But <laughs> now, still, here's the question: Was your cat cuddly before this? Not as much. Okay, we have may, we may have actually found a way to get your cat to be you're not your cat, everybody's cat to be more affectionate. Get an ibo, make the cat jealous, and then maybe your cat becomes more affectionate because that's more, always been my issue with cats. You know, they kind of ignore you, and where your dogs lie on you and you know we're close to you, but cats not so much. So this might well, be a way. Yeah, You'll I don't want keep... psychological problems with pets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. At Especially least Ibo, Ibo does not. Ibo would not be going to the litter box, so you know that's no. a territorial thing. So yeah, true. But for those who don't know, again, Sony Ibo, you can Google it. It's a robotic dog that runs on AI, and it's fascinating to learn about. It, it really is. Wow, that's it. Now here's the real question: Is does Ibo then get jealous of the cat? Then it you got could. a real problem. It, no, it could. It could. Yeah. Uh, yeah. From what I've read, I read a couple of studies from the people who programmed it. And, yeah, um, they've seen it actually teach dogs how to be more friendly toward other dogs, which hmm. was interesting. You know, they observed it with dogs on its own and dogs who were not as friendly with other dogs and then met Ibo and got friendlier. Isn't so, yeah, it's it's very very. It, it's a whole lot more than I expected. You just flip it on and hey, fun dog. <laughs> right. No, well, I no, hope for your sake that this doesn't that you're able to have the two interact because this is going to be one expensive toy if you don't get to turn it on anymore. Well, no, we we're going to turn it on. I'm going to learn. Um, I decided to put my cat in a sweater because oh. you know they say you know if you put a sweater on a dog or a cat, it makes them feel I don't calmer. I, I was it an know. ugly Christmas sweater? Yes, <laughs> but he doesn't know that, and Ibo okay. won't laugh at it. <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. Interesting. Well, you'll have to keep us posted on the uh, trauma and tribulations between your cat and your Ibo. Well, that's my weekly Ibo report. Did you get any good tech for Christmas? No, I didn't get, and as a matter of fact, I don't believe I got any tech for Christmas. There was really nothing that I particularly wanted. Uh, like I say, there's nothing out there on the horizon that I am looking at. That I did. I'm about to test a. Uh, uh, oh gosh, uh, I can't remember the name of it now. But it's a, a device, a new device that came out from Australia for pain management, and it's it kind of like the you know where you connected, and and that's not coming to me either. But where you? Oh, what's that? 
Uh, so I got a miniature. I got a miniature Miss Pac-Man. Oh, there you go. I knew I knew that sound. On my desk, and, yes. <laughs> uh, so it's the um, the TENS device, but it's a little bit of a different kind, and then you use it on different parts of your body. So I'll be testing that over the next couple of weeks, let you know how that works out. Uh, and but now I, I, got, really... I got a uh, thing that you can mute Alexa with. In other words, mute? if you're having a dis- mute. In other words, if you're having a discussion in your house, yeah, and you do not want Alexa to hear any of it and accidentally record any of it, okay, it's a small like a cup that works similar to a noise canceling headphone mm-hmm. that you that you put on top of the Echo device. Interesting. And we're going to be testing it this week and see how that works. And I also have some Jabra headsets that came in that I need to uh, test out. Yeah, they so make, uh, Jabber makes nice equipment. Uh, they make good headsets. So, uh, and we, yeah, we haven't talked about headsets in a long time because we got so overdone with headsets over the last right. few years that right. uh, who cared anymore. But interesting. Okay, good. Uh, apparently, what, there was some kind of big outage at CenturyLink that uh, was a big issue for the company. What was that? Did you know about this? Did you hear no, about I it? No, I did not see this story, no. Across the entire... United States, there was a 911 outage through CenturyLink, and CenturyLink is a telecom giant, powers a lot of the uh, service across the country, and people could not reach 911. And I mean, even the FCC has said they've directed the Public Safety and Homeland Security Bureau to immediately launch an investigation to the cause of the outage. Uh, this is not good. I mean, they even tweeted that, you know, you have to have 911. This is important. But I thought an interest, and we all know it's important. And I mean, the FCC fined AT&T $5.25 million earlier this year for outages of 911. Right. So, you know, it's a big deal. But what I found was interesting is I did find a story about a guy in Boston. He saw a fire. 911 wasn't working. So he, do you remember those old street things that, that were like fire alarms? Where oh, you sure. Could you open mean like the police and, boxes? You yes. opened them up and you were able yes. to call from yes. them. Yeah, sure. Yes. And they still exist in Boston. Wow. Those old-fashioned street-side alert boxes. He pulled the handle. It sent a Morse code to dispatchers oh telling God. them... Uh, that help was needed at box 1212 on the corner of Cooper and Endicott oh in gosh. in an old area of Boston. It was a small fire. Fire trucks came and put it out. And had the That's man not great. reached for the manual alarm, there could have been a real problem. And it's interesting. So in Boston, there are still over 1,200 of these such boxes. They use battery power and copper wiring that's not Who dependent knew? on any utility. Right. So, you know, people think these don't work. They were first installed in 1852. Oh, my gosh. But funny that we're going to talk about old tech in the next segment, but yeah. think about it. When that is cr- we're all know, busy going to new technology, some of this old technology really still works. And maybe we shouldn't be so quick to get rid of it. You know, I will tell you that I, I still have a landline. Actually, I have three landlines in my house and i won't get rid of my landlines it's the only thing that works that you know if you plug in a standard old 
telephone, whatever kind you have, directly into your wall when there's a power outage, you still have phone service. Right. But if you are dependent upon your Internet for your phone service or you're like me in an area where you don't get good cell service, I don't I won't get rid of my home landline. I just think it's important that they're not that expensive and it's worth having in the case of an emergency. Well, so, you know, and it was also proved in uh, the earthquake in Alaska mm-hmm. that landlines still worked, even though cell phones went out. So, you yeah. know, I really think we need to start reevaluating. And, and it seems that Elon Musk's boarding company reevaluated an old technology. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is kind uh, of funky. If you remember, the uh, boring company on December 10th was supposed to launch their tu- their loop tunnel. Right, L.A. tunnel. Right, but it's a loop, and they right. decided to cancel it for a few days and mm-hmm. make some adjustments. Yep. And when they opened it, um, they made some adjustments to the fact that there are little wings that come out of the legs of the car that attach to little gizmos in a trail. So it's kind of like a roller coaster. And yeah, NBC or like News, at Disneyland when you have the, exactly. the cars. Yeah. Exactly. And um, so uh, Musk has suggested that the side friction wheels used to test the car could be purchased for $300. <laughs> Wait, so you can put those on your car so you can use it in his tunnel? That's the idea? Right. But uh, vehicles using a 150-mile-per-hour surface would also probably need uh, speed performance-rated tires, I'm just saying. Well, yeah. yeah. I mean, although a lot of cars, I mean, it's kind of funny because when you get a new car, a lot of the cars have the speedometer that says they'll do 150, they'll do 200. You know, one day I'd actually like to try that. But you see that in cars often, so you're but right. But you see, the, speed the, the t- thing is, these tunnels are supposed to eventually go for miles. So is your tire rated to go 150 miles yeah, a that's a very for good that question. many miles? So that's the thing. So they talked to someone who was a roller coaster engineer. Mm-hmm. And the guy said, an automotive engineer who co-manages Coaster 101, a roller coaster news and appreciation site, it seems they've essentially built a side friction roller coaster. That's so crazy. Minus the coasting part. In other words, you know, because a roller coaster will let go and then pick you up again. But it's basically the same technology as an old-fashioned roller coaster. (laughs) Because you're not securing the vehicle to the track. It's being dragged along by these little skates. Don't don't even. God bless you, Elon. (laughs) No one can spend money like you. (laughs) It's Well, you know, I'm just in reviewing this article. Apparently, roller coaster development was done by Ferrari uh, in Abu Dhabi. I didn't know that. Didn't know that Ferrari was involved in roller coaster development. The more you know, you know. So would you, you know, I looked at that tunnel, the pictures, the end of the video, everything. I'm not getting in that thing. I mean, I'm a bit claustrophobic to begin with. So the idea, and I know it's a short tunnel. I can't remember quite how long the actual tunnel is. But are you getting inside that tunnel? Number one, I'm not getting underground in Los Angeles, period, because they already have metros going. Yeah, Yeah. earthquakes. Um, When you, and I, and I, I closed the window on the story, but. 
the bottom line is, you know, originally the plan was to send it to Dodger Stadium to uh-huh. solve the pro- parking problem. But yeah, it doesn't have nice. enough, uh, it doesn't carry enough people <laughs> to fill no, right. the grandstand. <laughs> right. would take the entire baseball season to get one stadium of people in it. Right. So, And people in Los Angeles don't use buses. <laughs> No, no. So, so I, I, yeah, I just don't know. I mean, I think it's a great idea, and we're in the beginning of it. But boy, is he certainly spending money. I think. You know, I have to tell you, while I was in Hawaii, uh, we were just kind of walking around, and and Hawaii, in the main part of Honolulu, it's like Rodeo Drive. I mean, every expensive, you know, Gucci and and whatever. You know, I have to tell you, I find that so annoying when you travel. And you feel like you're standing on Rodeo Drive. Well, yeah, you are. I mean, this this is beyond ridiculous. This might be worse than Rodeo Drive. And right in the middle of it all is, of course, is a Tesla store. And I really have never walked into a Tesla store. It's a two-story store. And you walk in, and you it's not your usual experience in walking into a car dealership. You right. know, it's very fancy, and, and you know, you sit in the car. And it was the first time I've really uh, been had the time to sit inside of a Tesla. And they're, I have to say, they're pretty cool cars. I mean, the iPad, the gigantic iPad that is the control looks great. Uh, it's very well finished. I was, I'm, I'm not ready to buy an electric car, but if I were going to buy an electric car, I would have to consider the Tesla. It's a yeah, one what, beautiful car. Would they give you a test drive? Oh, no, they don't do that. No, of course not. Heavens no. no. I don't buy anything no. I can't test first. Right. Sorry. Right. <laughs> Especially yeah, I mean, something maybe, that Maybe expensive. when you put down a deposit, or, I, I don't know how it works. Maybe no, they that's let you not test how it, you buy it, and they have a three-day return policy. Is that what it is? Yes. <laughs> Three-day returns? Yes. Okay. Uh, well, I don't know. It was very interesting, but I was I was impressed with, you know, the store and the environment and everything else, and there's no bargaining. It's not like going to a regular nope. car dealership. Nope. Nope. You walk in, you pay the price, and that's it, which, I, which is kind of unique in the automobile business. So uh, I, yeah, I don't know. I, I, was, I was impressed. I'm still not buying one, but I was impressed with, the, uh, with their operation. Uh, okay, so w- surgical students, what's that deal? Okay, so you have grandchildren, correct? Yes, I do. Uh, I hope they're being able to play with toys and not just parked with a screen all the time because a lot of people do park. Oh, let's let let the tablet read stories to the it kids. It is a battle, I will tell you, with my youngest grandson who I take to the Laker games with me, and he's on the phone all the time, and I finally said, you know what? If you no don't more put that Laker phone games. away, no yeah. more Laker games. Yeah. Right. And now he puts Good the phone you. away. Yeah. Uh, it seems that, as we know, people have not particularly done that in the past. Right. And people have allowed their children to play with tablets. And so they're no longer doing practical things like cutting out paper dolls, making right. things, playing oh, with paper mache. And we've talked before, you know, they did discontinue cursive writing in school, so they don't teach that anymore. I didn't even know they had eliminated that. They did. Wow, right. Because the whole thing about cursive writing, as I saw it, was, one, the fact that it teaches dexterity. Right, of course. And, two, it's almost like a foreign language. It gives you the ability to read antique documents like, the Bill of Rights, Declaration sure. of Independence. All of, if you can't read cursive, you can't read any of that stuff. 
So it seems now that uh, th- this generation's grown up, they're in medical school, and the bottom line is they don't have the dexterity to do surgery. They know training. and they're smart and they understand it. They've spent so little time using their hands, they've lost the dexterity for stitching or sewing up patients. You know, this actually kind of reminds me of the fact that kids today don't know how to tell time. Have you noticed that kids, you know, they have all digital devices. So one day I was talking to my grandson and I said, hey, what time? Or he asked me what time it was and I said quarter to ten. And he said, what do you mean quarter to ten? I said, what do you mean, what do you mean? He didn't know how to read time on a watch. I think you should have a discussion with your children. Well, I mean, I'm telling you, it shocked me, and for the holidays, we actually got him a watch that had a readout, an old-style readout, you know, because they don't know how to do things that are important. Who doesn't know how to tell time on a watch? That's not just old-style readout. I mean, the new uh, Echo Clocks. Right. Are old style clocks. Yeah. But they have, you know, echo embedded in them. So, yeah, I mean, parents need to teach this stuff. This is this it really is, is crazy. So anyway, students, we're going to have a whole generation. Um, quote, students have become less competent and less confident in using their hands. He the professor says. Um, a lot of things we reduce to swiping on a two-dimensional flat screen, which right. he argues takes away the experience of handling materials and developing physical skills. Hmm. So any of you with grandchildren or children out there, hey, start cutting out paper dolls, play with paper mache. Creativity yeah. isn't just for artists. I mean, it's vitally important for children to develop imagination, skills, resources. I mean, it's, Problem yeah, solving, I, I, uh, it's, yeah. it's all also important. And now, you know, I, I will tell you. Well, <laughs> no, no I mean, the, the one thing that has, or I mean, there are probably others, but the one thing that has survived through the years and probably is good in, in regard to what we're talking about are Legos. Kids right. still play with Legos, and that gives them the experience of using their hands and putting blocks together and building these amazing things that you can build out of a Lego. So fortunately, that's still popular. Well, but when you think about, like they say, cutting things out, making things, cursive writing, which teaches you wrist finger movement together, right, right, which is what you need for stitching, even teaching children knitting or crocheting. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this is all important, and I don't know who there is to blame, but get on your kids to teach the grandchildren. No. And I wonder how that affects the surgical robots, that you still have to have dexterity, even though the robot is doing the work in surgery, you have to have the dexterity to move the equipment around. Well, you so see, if- bo- the bottom line is the close-up, the closing stitches are usually done by people. Right, right. So, yeah, frightening yeah. stuff. So yeah. you're saying that you probably, I, I don't know what age it is, but you probably want your surgeon to be, say, over 40? I would, I, yeah. Well, wouldn't you anyway? I, I kind of well, want a guy yeah. with a little bit of experience. That's what he's doing or she's doing. <laughs> yeah. yeah, absolutely. We want our I surgeons mean, to know I mean, one of the things I, I always ask, how many times have you done this before, before you touch right. me? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good question to ask if you're going in for surgery. No question always. about it. Always. You know, if you're going in for any operation, you always ask the doctor, how many of these do you perform a month? 
Yeah, you got some yeah, referrals if, you can give me? Live people? Well, well, yes. I mean, you have to do that these days. You have to take responsibility for everything because yeah, nobody's exactly. doing it for you anymore, yeah. which so, brings us to good news. <laughs> yeah, what's the article. good news? Yeah. The good heavy news. Heavy drinking is good for you. Oh, no, maybe No, not, not heavy. No. Oh. Um, moderate amounts of alcohol or coffee. Those who drink that lived longer than people who didn't drink at all. Interesting. So maybe a glass of wine now and then is a good thing. But the part that I love the best is that people who were overweight in their 70s mm -hmm. lived longer than normal or underweight people did. Huh? 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 Wait, what? So, well, you see, the thing is, think about it. If you're an older person, you break mm -hmm. a hip. Yeah. All of a sudden, you can't eat as much, you're not eating as much, you start withering right. away, and you know how people get frail. Yeah, of course. If you, if you don't start out frail, you have a better chance of making your way through an injury or a catastrophic event in your health. Well, you're saying if you're fat and you fall down, you've got some cushion? Uh, the, let's just say overweight, not fat. Let's okay, not call anybody fat. Overweight. And, I didn't call anybody specifically fat. <laughs> yeah. and, and they also said, as far as exercise, do at least a half hour a day. Yeah, 30 minutes of a day. active movement. It doesn't even have to be playing racquetball. Just right. be moving. Yeah. Don't just sit in front of the TV. So I thought this was all excellent news because yeah. I've reached a point in my life where I say, if I want brie and French bread, I'm going to have brie and French bread. <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I haven't lived this long not to have brie and French bread. Right, so. of course. <laughs> You know, my my uh, sister-in-law is a nurse practitioner, which for those who don't know what that is, that's kind of one step below be, behind being right. an actual medical doctor. And we were talking about this and, and how to stay healthy and, you know, the, the carbs. And you see more cases now of people getting diabetes because of sugar issues. And, that's you know, right. everything turns into sugar. You know, you have that's a sandwich, right. the bread turns into sugar. So she did say to me that if you, as long as you exercise 20 to 30 minutes a day, which is right. pretty that's much your you maximum. Need. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you, you can work out for two hours and still not get any more benefit than working out for a half an hour. Exactly. So, uh, yeah, so it's good stuff. You know, health tips brought to you by Tech Radio because we want you to uh, be with us for as long as we're on the air and longer than that. <laughs> so, yeah, exactly. Wow. All right. All right. Well, well, that was it. We, we got, yeah, we got so much more to do. We didn't even get through our first segment of stuff. So uh, don't go away. We'll be right back. This is Marsha Collier and Mark Cohen on WS Radio. We're the worldwide leader in Internet talk. You are listening to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. You take your smartphone almost everywhere you go. Now WSRadio.com can be there, too. Search WS Radio in the Play Store for your Android devices or iTunes for Apple, and download the WS Radio application. WSRadio.com, on your phone and in your ear, everywhere you go. Download the WS Radio application. Do it now. It's very easy. WSRadio.com. 
I've heard this is like one of the best pizza spots in town. Yes, it is. I'll do a slice of pepperoni, slice of vegetarian. You got it. And I will pay for all of that in three days. In three days? <laughs> What's that mean? Well, wait, you accept credit cards. That money's not going to hit your account for three days anyway. I need my money quicker. At Chase, we hear you. With Express Funding, card payments are in your Chase account the next business day. Go to chase.com slash express funding. Chase for business, so you can. Compensated participation. All businesses are subject to credit approval. Not all clients are eligible for next business day funding and additional terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. You've heard me talking about Progressive Medical Center. They have helped me feel my best. And Dr. Gulley, tell us a little bit about integrative medicine. Why is that such a big deal at Progressive Medical Center, and how can that make me feel better? Integrative medicine is just good medicine. It's combining the best of traditional medicine, nutritional medicine, natural medicine, and really helping the patient get to the root cause so they can take control of their health and really make an impact to improve not only their energy, their vitality, and just their overall outlook on their health and their life. I procrastinate for a long time before I finally made an appointment. So why should someone not delay and go ahead and get set up and come see you guys? Any journey begins with that first step. And that first step means making a decision to recognize that there's something wrong with you. Whether you have fatigue, inappropriate weight gain, not sleeping well, not concentrating, all of these issues, you can get to the root cause. So many of us here at The Fish have gotten help from Progressive Medical Center. So why don't you find out more from them today? Go to ProgressiveMedicalCenter.com. This is your life. Live it well. Education, industry experts, back to the basics. Is your company using the Internet of Things to its fullest potential? Enlist the Peggy Smedley Institute and its team of experts to create a customized plan for how to apply the IoT to your specific needs. Learn everything you need to know to achieve tangible business outcomes in today's digital economy. Contact us at 630-933-0844 That's 630-933-0844 or visit learnitiot.com. Tired of presentations with no impact, no inspiration, and no traction? Do dull speakers have you and your team disengaged and distracted by smartphones? Christopher McAuliffe brings energy, insights, and two decades of experience delivered with punch, humor, and heart. Your team will leave energized, uplifted, and with a sense of purpose. Visit ChristopherMcAuliffe.com to bring some heat to your next speaking engagement. M-C-A-U-L-I-F-F-E. ChristopherMcAuliffe.com. 